This episode of the Jamer K podcast is brought to you by From Within Records. We're about a week out from the One Scene Unity Comp Volume 2, and I'm so excited. I have been talking about this for so long, and I'm so stoked that we're we're almost there. The wait's almost over. I know some of you out there got your hands on the CD version from the Unity Barbecue or managed to pick some up when they got put on the From Within Records Big Cartel. So shout out to all of you who have already supported. But make sure to uh, keep an eye out on the 24th. Pre-orders for the record will go live. Everything will hit streaming services and it's just going to be a really awesome time. But in preparation for that, please make sure you're following From Within Records on Twitter and Instagram to stay up to date on all the awesome news coming our way. More recently, Payback announced that their record's coming out in August, which I couldn't be any more excited for. I love that band. I still remember seeing them for the first time at FYA 2020, and just the energy of that said changed me. It, it was awesome. It, it was something that I'm glad I got to experience in person, and I just love and support that band so much. A bunch of great dudes from the PA hardcore scene. So shout out to payback. So make sure to keep an eye out on that. I'm telling you the new record is going to be so sick and it's dropping next month. And like I always say, please support from within records because they support us on today's episode. We had to track down Alex. He plays guitar in law of power. They're a newer band from LA. And I, I, I remember the first time I, listen to the band it was the day the demo dropped and i just saw it everywhere on social media people posting it on instagram stories people re retweeting it on twitter and and normally i'm just like all right like i'll, I'll try to make time uh for that stuff because th there's new music dropping all the time so i always try to have to um set some time aside so i can sit down and actually check out this new music and see what's going on but when I found out that they were a newer band from Southern California, I'm a little more biased towards that just because I'm from the area. So I was like, all right, cool. Like, let me, let me check this out right now. Cause if I'm seeing this many posts, like this might be worth my time. So I listened to the demo and I was blown away. I was like, holy shit for being a, a newer band. And I had no idea uh, who was even in the band. I just, you know, checked out the music online and I was just blown away. I was like, all right, this is, this is really good for a band's first outing and I just had to reach out. I was like, you know what? This is a newer band. I want to tell as many people as I can to check them out because I think they're awesome. Like even to this day, I think the the music's still sick and I'm very excited to finally be able to see them. They are playing their first show with Madball at 1720, which I won't be able to make, which I'm really sad about, but I will be there when they play the Section 8 record release coming up. And I'm so excited to finally catch them live. I think they're such an awesome band and I'm really excited to hear uh, what other stuff they have coming down the pipeline. Because if you think about it, all right, they just put out this first release and I'm just hungry for more. That, that's how much I like what they've put out so far. And I'm just so high on this band. So if you've gotten this far and you have no idea what I'm talking about, Please do yourself a favor, hit pause, go boot up your Spotify, your Bandcamp, Apple Music, Tidal, whatever you listen to music on, and go seek out Law of Power. You can thank me later. They're seriously such an awesome band, a newer band from LA, and I, I have high hopes for them. And I just seriously can't wait to finally be able to see them. I can't wait for all the new music that's going to be coming out. So strap in, enjoy this conversation, and without further ado, welcome Alex to the show. Welcome to the podcast, Alex. How's it going? 
pretty good and how are you doing today dude this is uh, awesome i'm so stoked to finally have somebody from uh, law of power on the podcast i i've been telling as many people as i can about the band because when i heard the demo for the first time like it was just like okay this is super awesome it's cool to know that there's a newer band from la that just is doing something great with this demo. So I was like, I just need to have somebody on the podcast just to hear about the band. So I, I reached out through the Instagram and I'm stoked that you were able to come on so soon and talk about the band. I'm happy to be here. I appreciate you having me. Okay. So for uh, people who may not be familiar, can you talk about uh, your history um, and how you got into hardcore? How I got into hardcore. I'd say it was like a few different, uh, branching paths that led there i remember like when i was a little kid one of the one of the things that i was obsessed with really on early on was uh like the kind of punk you'd see on mtv and stuff like mm -hmm. i was a huge fan of like the offspring or just like i don't know the kind of thing you hear in like crazy taxi bad religion that kind of that kind of thing wanted to like spike my hair up do all that little stuff you know as a kid but that didn't really go directly into hardcore or anything. It was kind of like a meeting in the middle between that and just kind of getting into like Ozfest metal, you know, mm -hmm. just like, a, you know, standard path of like things that get people into metal. So it was like the punk and metal kind of met in the middle. And there was a, there was a venue in my hometown because I'm, I'm not from LA originally. I've just lived off and on in California for about seven years now. But uh, yeah, there was a, a venue in my hometown in Kentucky that was a pizza place that would have shows all the time. And uh, it'd be all kinds of different stuff, but sometimes they would have, you know, some hardcore bands come through. And uh, I'd say like the first band that I saw live that was like a like an actual like okay i get it this is you know i see the i see the okay this is a hardcore band it was probably a shiloh okay for sure yeah which you know it's that's real specific too but yeah they used to come play around the area semi-frequently so it was cool and uh not not a lot of bands were playing like the middle of the country at the time, but now the the Midwest and the South are like really, really, really popping off. So it's awesome to see that kind of thing, even if I'm you know out living in LA now. Yeah, no, it's it's definitely a great thing to see because I I know uh, back in the day like Midwest and even talking to people from the Midwest, they always felt like that they uh, were always getting looked over or they're just like these flyover states. But now with like this newer generation they're making it like a like a, a staple a, a place like an actual destination for bands to want to stop on tour or even get out there to to play fests like ldb yeah and it's cool to see how much ldb's popped off since the beginning because uh you know i, I went to shows in louisville occasionally you know i grew up about an hour and a half out of there and it was uh there's always some cool people up there who are really welcoming when I played in bands before and everything. So just, uh, I don't know, that connection to Louisville is always there. And it's really, it's really exciting to see everything happening in that whole area right now. But I don't know, from, from the get go, as you said, people, people treat the middle of the country as flyover states. You get, get overlooked. Or even when I, when I moved out to other places from the get go, people would, like this is like joining joining the military. People from different places ask stuff like, "Oh, did y'all wear shoes back home?" Or like, "Man, shut up!" Like, it's not like a third world country yeah. in the middle of the country. I don't know. But despite that, uh, I'd, I'd say it's been really welcoming out here. It's cool. Everybody's been everybody's been great, and I'm happy to have something going with Law of Power. And you, you mentioned the military. Is that the reason why you've been moving around? Yeah. Yeah. That's what brought me out here originally. Okay. And are, are you still in it or are you done with that? Uh, no, I'm still in it, but it's been kind of weird with COVID. Uh -huh. like I don't have to go to work ever. That's, so, uh, that's good. I don't know. Yeah. For, for the longest time, it was like, you can't come to work. So just been working with a laptop from home. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. 
that's cool, but you kind of go crazy if you can't leave. So, dude, I feel like it would be a struggle to be productive just knowing that, like, you know, you're on a computer, the internet's right there. Yeah, no, no, sometimes it is, honestly. Like, I don't really like merging the home and work thing that much, mm -hmm. but. I think it would be different if it was free time, but like working from home. But it still beats about anything else. But it, it, I don't want it to sound like one of those awful takes or anything either. Where like people have worked awful jobs this entire time, mm -hmm. like just out and about. But just me, me personally, I'll get stir crazy sitting in the same place. And so. No. That's why I'm glad all these shows are happening, cool things happening again. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I'm curious, uh, have you always played the guitar? Yeah. Yeah, that's the only the only thing I've ever done in bands. Been a guitarist every time. Yeah. But, I mean, I've played, uh, I'll mess around with other instruments and stuff too. Do like production stuff, FL Studio, mm -hmm. that kind of thing. But... Yeah. And guitar is the first thing. When you moved to LA for the first time, did you ever have any aspirations to start a band or is that something that you wanted to do more recently since you came back? Uh it always would have been cool to, but I was uh I was living in San Diego before at the time and I don't know, I was more preoccupied with stuff with the day job. Mm -hmm. Like you know, maybe things at the time. I didn't know too many people yet, but now actually moving closer to LA and uh, getting to know so many people here, it's happened since then. Just between traveling around and uh, honestly, martial arts is how law of power that connection happened. Oh, that's yeah. interesting. I'm I'm curious. I I want to hear about that because I'm a huge fan of mixed martial arts. Oh, sick! No, it's awesome. Like, do you, do you train or anything? No. If I'm going to be honest, uh, I I I used to train back in the day. This is when I still lived out in the Palm Springs area. I I, I used to train, but then I kind of came to the realization. I was like, you know what? Like, I I just don't have the time to do this, and it sucks having to work my day job, come into class in the evening. And just kind of, you know, getting wrecked by these guys who are doing it full time. And like, they, they were nice. They weren't like beating me up, like, you know, uh, pretty bad. But it was just like, I, I just felt like my growth wasn't happening as fast as I wanted it to. So I, I just kind of stepped back and I was like, all right, it was fun for the time that I did it. But I'm just going to just enjoy it as a fan. No, I, I get it. There's. It's. It's interesting at first to like first starting out like, man, this shit sucks. Like you really do, you know, take uh, take some ass whoopings, dude. And it, it's, it's true. Coming coming back for sure would take a uh, take a lot of a lot of uh, a lot of push early on. But I don't know. Then it, then it became like a, a second nature thing, and I've you know appreciated having it having it in my life or whatever but that that that's cool that you got a background with it and everything um so henry the singer um he uh you know he grew up in this area and everything um i was living in guam and i was training it at uh carlson gracie guam and just through the internet or mutual friends that you know we had already met and everything we ended up getting to know each other and talking while you know he lived in la and i lived in guam and then uh it came about that i was going to get stationed in the in the ie at a at a base out there and then you know we ended up just planning like all right let's start a band when you get here we we each had a bunch of like crazy stuff happen in individual lives before that point you know, like right during that time period but we we're still like all right let's start a band when you get here let's start a band when you get here and then i got back out here early last year and we just you know started writing 
doing you know doing stuff related to getting the band going pretty much from the jump and took a while to actually put anything out but really really happy to be doing it now but it was all just because he trained at a at a different carlson gracie affiliate in in california so the somehow the the music connection only happened because because of the martial arts stuff yeah no it's it's awesome to for you to be in that part of the world and be able to just uh, link with somebody online and just kind of you know create that bond and then uh, you know, it just so happens you get stationed back out here in California and it still be there and you guys are able to make it work. Uh, you, you mentioned that you guys started writing as, as soon as you got out here early last year. Uh, was there any holdup for uh, for you guys to, to get the demo out? Because you think about, you know, that process from early last year till just uh, like last month when the demo dropped. Uh, it seems like kind of a long time. I'd say the the first half of that time period was a lot slower with it. Mm-hmm. Like it, it was probably about this time last year, we actually had our first practice and, you know, like, okay, let's really, really get these songs. Um, but just, uh, I think everything being all closed and weird both helped and slowed down the process. Like it gave us the ability to be like, leisurely with how we wanted to to roll things out you know like mm-hmm. okay let's do it this way or that way because we knew it's like well it's not going to be playing anytime soon so we kind of took our time with how we wanted to do things which uh i feel like i never did that with a band before you just be like all right songs demo out but you know we kind of took our time with it and then you know things outside of outside of music and you know, just real life obligations were kind of crazy at the time. So it just ended up taking a bit, but now we like really hit the ground running when 2021 came around. Yeah. And uh, honestly, th- that demo, cause like I, I wasn't even aware of uh, the band till I saw it like floating around on Twitter and people posting it on Instagram. And I was just like, what the hell is this? Like, how have I not heard of this newer band from uh, LA? So like, let me check it out. And seriously, I'm telling you, like from the first listen, I was like, this, this band is fucking sick. Like I, I just hear in, in the music, I, I just feel like you guys have a lot of potential and like room to grow and uh, just to be, be able to make like a statement out here. And uh, it's, it's always awesome to have like a newer band from the area. No, yeah, for sure. I, I appreciate that. I'm glad, I'm glad you messed with it. Um, we were just trying to think what's everything we like about different kinds of hardcore and just like throw it into a band. You know, like wanted the fast parts to be as mean as possible. Wanted like the slow parts to really hit, have like the dynamic kind of thing. So like just one category, just mm-hmm. do we want it to be mad as fuck, just mean. And how did you guys uh, come across the other members? Uh, other members, uh, our other guitarist, Chris, him and Henry are living together for a little bit. Uh, so they're roommates. Uh, Mauro, our drummer, he, uh, he grew up in Whittier with, uh, with Henry as well. Like, uh, they played in bands for a long time going back together. And then, uh, Ryan was just a, a mutual friend. He liked what we were doing. He said he was down to play. So we added him in and now I feel like we got a got a good group of people and it'll be cool to actually go and be able to play the songs live. Yeah. And you guys already have your first show lined up, which is a pretty big show for a you know a first show for a newer band. You guys are playing with uh, Madball, Lionheart, and Count Time. Yeah. Yeah, how did that show come together? Because I feel like I, I haven't heard too much from Count Time in a while. I, I feel like they just uh, pop up every now and then. They're not full time anymore. So I, I thought it was interesting uh, for for them to be on that bill. But it was really cool for me to see just a brand new band on a bill with uh, you know like a legendary band like, like Madball. Oh, for sure. We uh, it it just got offered. It was. Like once we once we drop stuff, uh, 
we just started getting asking to play things. So it's like, yeah, we'll play that. And I don't know. I, could, I couldn't be more excited. I never, I never ever thought like I'd get to start a band and first show be with Madball. That's, that's the sickest thing ever, you know, like a band that you grew up loving. So, you know, it's a, uh, it's an honor for real. So really looking forward to that. And then we got the the one a few days after that, the the Section Hate album release. That's, dude, there's so many bands on that bill, like, especially with Criminal Instinct getting added. I'm like, holy shit. This is like, oh, yeah. this is like a, like a festival. This is crazy. No, that, that, that lineup's insane. And like some of my favorite bands going right now are on it. So yeah, that, that, that's going to be crazy. But both of those nights are going to be, I feel like they're going to be memorable. Like the way shows have been lately, I'm I'm so happy with seeing all this stuff. Like, especially especially the West Coast right now, all these shows have been huge. Just all the LA shows, looking up and seeing how things have been in the Bay, it's it's cool. Yeah, I I was tripping out because uh, I'm I'm a fan of uh, Tsunami, Gulch, Drain, like th- that circle of friends, uh, and I I just love what they're doing up there. But sure. to, 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 to see them have like, you know, these crazy uh, audiences back to back because they, they did that, that that first show uh, on like the 19th or whatever. Then the following weekend at like that flea market thing and just the amount of people that showed up for both weekends back to back. I was just like, OK, this is this is awesome to see. And there's like a real thirst to uh, to get back to shows and just kind of be in that environment. So it, it was definitely wild and uh, super cool. And I just hope that's just like the ongoing trend. It's, you know, people who haven't been able to go to shows for a long time or, you know, just stoked to be back and actually appreciate it and not take it for granted anymore. No, absolutely. Um, sometimes not having something for a bit definitely make you make you appreciate it more. 100%. Because you, you, you think about this uh, subculture, hardcore, uh, it, it just seems like uh, it, it's just like on this um like you know well-oiled machine right and you know shows are always happening bands are always touring new bands are always popping up nobody ever uh, uh, accounted for a, a pandemic to put everything on pause and the whole scene had to find new ways to be creative to to keep it alive so it's just like this was like a, a first for everybody for no shows for that length of time so yeah i'm, I'm just uh i'm, I'm sure when uh, you know, more and more people start getting back out for their first shows back. It's, it's going to be something that they uh, will hopefully um, appreciate more and not take for granted. No, for sure. And I think, I think coming out of all this stuff, it's, uh, it, it's caused a lot of, a lot of cool stuff to happen with new bands springing up. Like just think about the amount of, you know, different bands who dropped demos during during just like the past year and a half or so like there's been a lot of a lot of sick new bands so i I think there's gonna be i think we're gonna be in a a really good spot coming out of it like you said people were people were excited to play people were excited to go out and see bands people people just ready for it again and i'm curious did you make it out to that um la show the one with alpha omega yeah yeah that that was that was huge that was crazy i've never seen anything like that dude same here i was uh, uh given like a warning it's because people were like hey like they've been doing stuff like that throughout the pandemic this is like the first one that they'd actually been advertising gets pretty wild so um you know just uh, you know expect it to, to be crazy and and i, I thought people were just kind of uh, you know just talking shit whatever and then like and I went by myself, so I'm I'm like w- like walking up and I'm uh you know crossing that that bridge and I'm seeing people like you know tagging random dudes pissing on this bridge. I'm like okay this this seems like out of control. And then once I get to like where the actual show is and I'm seeing like you know people with like Nas tanks, dudes selling Modelo's two for five, and then fireworks going off in every direction. I'm like this is fucking insane, and it, it was crazy. But but even with all like that chaos going on. Uh, just the vibe like it, it's it felt like everybody was just so happy to be there and everybody just wanted to have a good time and I was like this is this is a great feeling this is like such a cool moment to to be here and, and see this and experience it live yeah I 
I could go back and just look at stuff from that day and just still be like, damn, shit's crazy every time I see it. It's uh it, it's it's amazing to see what's been what's been building in in California the last just throughout this whole time period, but though those dead city shows just kept blowing up bigger and bigger and bigger. And like, I don't know, now it's just, it's insane to see what it's become. Like, it, it's great. Yeah, it's yeah. And they did one, like, the, was it the, the following day? And like, Section Hate played that one. And uh, ju- like, it, it was just as wild. So yeah, it, it's definitely crazy to see. But I'm, I'm happy that uh, they were able to, you know, do stuff like that during the pandemic. And even right now, uh, it seems like we're at the tail end of this whole uh, COVID, uh, you know, w- with it being a pandemic. So it, it's nice to see that they're able to to put that together and just kind of like show everybody like, hey, like, like this is still a thing and people want it. Yeah, it's still a thing and people want it. And I, th- I think one of the key things with it, it's like, well, if nobody's been doing it and you want to see it, just do it, you know? Yeah. It's- you could do it anywhere if you really if you just really want to make shows happen just do it yeah they they literally did it under like two freeways i I remember when i was walking up i i saw uh, two cars parked in the emergency lane and there were people watching from up top because there's two different freeways so i I remember watching people up top from like the the higher freeway and then i remember once i got down and looking up and there was people sitting like all along like the the lower freeway and i was like dude this is this is insane yeah it's closed off like a entire corner of the city seems like i don't know it was i don't know it was a task getting out of there too yeah yeah i i, I remember i had a park like i think like a mile away because there, there was no park like obviously there was like the des- the designated parking over there by home depot but that shit filled up so quick and then i just had to park in some random neighborhood and like hoof it over it was crazy yeah just the the amount of things that had to get carried on such a long walk like people parking so so far away carrying just like gigantic you know cabs like an entire mile like that's uh that's an interesting load in like uh but the location was for sure it it, it made that whole thing very worthwhile you know yeah, no, dude, it felt like I was in a movie because once I got down those stairs and you're like walking underneath the freeway and it, it was weird to me that it was just so organized because there was like two lanes, like one lane of people exiting and then one lane of people going in. And I was like, oh, this is uh, like as chaotic as this is, like people are still like a little bit orderly and it, it was nice. It was chill to, to get in there and just see everybody just like, you know, having a good time. Yeah. Uh for for how chaotic everything everything was by nature, it, it came together really well, you know. Yeah, yeah, seriously, it, it was crazy, and and it was it was interesting to see uh, so many uh, of my friends um, from different parts of the country uh, posting about it, and then obviously it made like the local news, and it, I, I thought it was hilarious that they they called it a. a a rave and <laughs> it was definitely not a rave but that that was hilarious but yeah it, it was just like this crazy night and it was just wild but I'm, I'm definitely glad i went and just glad it happened i'd play a rave where that's interesting i, I, I want to no, hear about it like it's just the opportunity presented itself to just be like the one out of place act on like one of those crazy huge big production festivals with all the lights and explosions and stuff yeah i'd do that yeah i feel like that's a like a hack like like a life hack for for when bands get put on bills that they're like the most out of place or the the most different sounding i'm like yeah like you're that but then um obviously there's going to be people there that are already a, a fan of yours but now you get a chance to you know captivate you know people who may not be aware um, or people who um, you know might uh, just not know that they like your music, so I, I I always think it's a good move to to play those kinds of shows. Not for sure, but 
they also just have cool pyrotechnics and it would just be cool to be able to do some Ramstein shit, a bunch of fire or something. Dude, I have a buddy who's seeing Ramstein when they when they're coming through and they're telling me about like like the kind of stage show that they have with like all the crazy props and yeah. th- that sounds like a like a, a crazy show to go to, something to experience. Yeah, I'd love to go see them. Okay. Never had. Uh, so with Law of Power uh, putting out the uh, it, is it fair to call it an EP since it's not called a demo? Yeah, I mean we called it an EP the whole time when we were making it, and then uh, I don't know. I feel like if it's your first shit, people just start saying demo, so we ran with it. We weren't gonna like make a fuss about it. It's just like we, this is what it is, you know. Mm-hmm. These are the songs, but uh, but I'm curious about the artwork. Uh, whose hand is that in the photo? Uh, that's mine. Oh, oh, there it is on camera. Okay, interesting. And did you get the law of power tattoo before the band started, or was that after the band? Uh, I got it during the process of starting the band. That's awesome. That's yeah. real dedication. I'm, I'm, I'm down for it. And but, yeah, where did you guys decide to come up with that name, Law of Power? Uh, from that book, 48 Laws of Power. Okay. I've, I've never read it. Should I check it out? Uh, yeah, I mean, it'd be good. Uh, people, people can apply the stuff from it into a lot of different facets of life. Okay. Yeah. And I, I, I hear that name or I, I, I see the band name and I'm surprised that it, it hasn't been used before. Yeah, no, I was surprised too, honestly. Yeah, yeah, like, a, I've never seen it used yet. Yeah, and I, I think it's a good name too. But you know, it sounds sick, and you know, it's uh, you know not too long, so it, it makes sense. And as far uh, as the the first track on the record, you guys got um, Maxi Mike to uh, do guest vocals on that. How'd you guys uh, get that to happen? Uh, he said he was down to do it. It's a good friend of ours. Uh-huh. Uh, he uh, was uh, roommates roommates with our singer for a little bit, so he used to uh, used to stay together. So that uh, that like tie in with Section Hate's been there with you know two members of the band also being in Law of Power. So it just made sense to have him on a track. Yeah, and that's sick because uh, I'm definitely um, into the bands that he's done. I'm like I'm a huge fan of Furious Styles. And oh yeah, sick band, dude! Such a sick band. Uh, and Session Hate is killing it right now. I'm I'm really happy to see them being super active and just doing great things right now. Yeah, likewise, they've uh, that that album that album's insane. Yeah, I I really enjoyed that that music video. I I I always think it's special when bands do music videos, especially these days. So so to see them put that music video out a, a couple of weeks ago, it was super sick. Yeah, the video turned out great. I've I've always been a fan of music videos. I know people don't do them that often. It's just when people when when someone takes the time and energy to just like, all right, let's do a music video and let's let's do one well. The end result can be really really cool. Yeah, and do you think that's something Law of Power will do in the future? Is try to put out a music video? Oh yeah, I'd love to. Okay. Oh yeah, maybe. Yeah. Well, it's it's not too late for any of these songs, or maybe wait till the next record. Not too late. I mean, it's not something that's been planned or anything yet. But yeah, I'd I'd be down to do a music video just because uh, there there's so much stuff that you can convey visually to, to, you know, get, get whatever you want to get across that. I don't know. I think, I think people should use it more. Yeah. And I, and I, I just like seeing just like the, uh, different artistic side, um, you know, cause obviously, yeah, like the music's awesome. I love to consume that, but I just would like to see what they would, you know, what these bands or artists or whoever um, can do with it visually. No, for sure. Like that's where, no, I, I feel like when you see someone's music video, no, no matter what kind of music is, you can kind of like get into their head a little more and like see what they were thinking when they made the music they made. Mm-hmm. Like 
just the added uh just the added context can really can make everything way sicker yeah and and it's always interesting to see uh these bands or these artists to see what kind of um, a, a, a approach that they take to the music video because um obviously i i like seeing people like the more creative side of people so uh, i i just like to see when bands uh, you know take that extra step and do a little more because it, it, it and even if it's just like you know just them playing and it, uh, you know that's the music video th th that's fine i i'd much rather have that than nothing no for sure uh but <laughs> not every band pulls off their music video right Oh, true, hundred percent. Yeah, not not everyone is a banger. There's there's some where I'm just like, okay, it, it, it sometimes it feels like they were like lazy about it, or sometimes it just doesn't make sense. I'm like, all right, maybe it's better off not doing it. So yeah, not every music video is great, but I just um, like to see uh, bands try, and um, most of the time, I, I feel like the, the majority are are uh, good. But yeah, th there are some that miss. Yeah, for sure. Um. I, I I can safely say that if Law of Power to ever do a video, the end goal is probably not. It, it's not gonna be some like catatonic youth shit. Like I'm not trying to end up on there, you know. Okay, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what, what whatever you guys decide to do, I'm I'm definitely down for it. I'm just curious to see uh, what you guys would come up with. Not for sure. So uh, I think my favorite song. Uh, off the record is uh, delusions of grandeur uh for some reason that one just sticks out to me can you talk about um you know how you came up with, with those riffs with the riffs um we we started doing that right after right after Mauro got a double bass pedal so we're thinking like oh what's like a good you know, like just a good way we can use this now. Mm -hmm. And then just listening to a bunch of just kind of heavier metallic bands at the time. And it's just like, all right, let's do like, let's do like a kind of metal song a little bit with like the, you know, like double bass gallop thing going on and really just kind of went in that direction with it and uh yeah it was just i don't know it was just timed up exactly with him with him getting that so it's like all right let's just kind of do something branch out with it and now that he has that double base is that the kind of direction you're going to start um, leaning towards when you start writing newer stuff I mean, not like a, a one dimensional thing or anything like mm -hmm. solely just a bunch of, you know, the the riff of delusions of grandeur over and over again or anything. But like when you put like a cool double bass part in the song, like I feel like, I don't know, it really makes that part jump out. Just like, you know, use it sparingly, though. Yeah, hundred percent. You don't want to uh, like you know overuse it, and, and then it just kind of get overlooked. Yeah, for sure. Like uh, because we still want to always have like there a lot of punk sound to it as well, you know. Mm -hmm. Like, but just not really like force ourselves into any category of like, oh no, we can't do this or can't do this. Like, some songs will probably sound different from each other, but not you know in a way where you can't tell it's us or anything, but it's not, it's not just going to be a bunch of like the same song, you know? Yeah, no, I, I definitely appreciate that. Uh, just kind of uh, be able to be free and uh, not be, uh, you know, in a box because that can uh, be a little weird sometimes. And I, you know, and I, I never try to uh, like categorize bands uh, by like their genre, their like, sub genre, like, you know, Oh, this is just, just a beat down band, or this is a metalcore band. I, I always just like to just let the music speak for itself. No, nah, for sure. Okay. And, uh, the record's been out for, uh, just about a, just a little over a month. Uh, how do you feel the reception has been from your perspective? Uh, 
people people have been saying positive stuff. It's been cool to see. Like I, I'm glad people like it. I'm glad people were excited to you know see us play it. Uh, you know, I, I'm grateful that it's come together so well. Like I really uh, appreciate you know, everyone who had a had a role in it coming together because it it was cool. Like I didn't expect it to to hit the way it did either. So just seeing seeing such a positive response has been insane. Yeah, no, I, I think it's great. And you know, you're, you're just out here trying to make music and uh, you put it out there and it, it's, uh, yeah, it seems to be uh, bonding really well with uh, everybody out here, everybody that I've talked to about it. No, I'm, I'm glad, happy to see that. And I'm just curious, before Law of Power, before you moved back out here, um, when was the last time you were actually in like an active band? Uh, in an active band. So I hadn't been too active playing music for a while, just from moving around different places. But back home, I had uh, I played in a band called Test. Uh, back in Kentucky and in Indiana area, and uh, some of those guys got different bands going now, like uh, Strict, out of uh, out of Evansville. So I'm playing that and uh, singer Jordan was, uh, he was playing in Three Poisons in Louisville for a little bit. I don't know if they're doing too much right now, but uh, yeah, that's like some of the other stuff that's going on with people from those previous things. Uh, I played in, I played in a band in Guam for one show, but I didn't, uh, I wasn't on any of the recordings or anything, but I got kicked out. So, uh, I'm, I'm so curious. Uh, how, okay, so how do you end up in a band while you're in Guam, and then why did you get kicked out? If you can uh, speak about it. Well, there was this uh, this group. It was Guam musicians in need, and uh, someone said they were looking for uh, looking looking for somebody to fill a guitar spot in a band. So I went and. Uh, I played, but while I was in the band, I'm not gonna lie, me, me and me and one of the other dudes, we like argued and butted heads a bunch about different stuff. And uh, I didn't really, I didn't really put a lot of time and energy into stuff either. I'm not gonna lie, like I just, I, I didn't do my part with stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna BS my way around it. So it's like, yeah, they, they kicked me out or whatever. And then I ended up becoming cooler with the dudes in the band after i wasn't in the band anymore you know like i'd still go out when they played and stuff yeah but i don't know it's like uh we're like at each other's throats for a second there's water under the bridge now you know but i i think it's funny though because i didn't you know it, it wasn't something that was like a, a big thing or anything but i still think it's funny to say i got kicked out and like when I'm, whenever I'll talk to them, we still like give each other shit for it every now and then, you know. And was this like a hardcore band, or what? What type of band was it out there in Guam? Uh, no, it was more of a more of like a metal band. But I played uh, I played one show with them at a bar though, and it, it it was wild though. Like shows shows are a lot of fun out there. Like uh, they may not happen all the time. You know, like you don't you don't get people coming through on on tour too often necessarily from from the states, but from uh from Japan stuff like that sometimes. But no, like they they have a cool thing like the 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 music community of like different genres gathered together. Like you know, people people have like metal, punk, ska, all that stuff together on like the same lineups, and people just go off. It's a lot of fun. So. They, they they got a cool thing going in Guam too. Yeah, I, I feel like uh, you know in that situation where you don't get it as frequent, uh, you're forced to have to appreciate it much more because it's just like all right, this show's coming through. Who knows when the next one will, will be? So like, let's all show up. Let's you know make the most of it because these things don't happen too often. Because you know we're kind of in, we were in that situation, right? And that's why you're seeing these shows pop off under freeways at flea markets. So I, I think, uh, you know, it's uh, really important to uh, show up whenever you can 
and appreciate these things while they're around because like nothing's guaranteed. No, absolutely. And have you been back to Guam since you left or is, or is that somewhere you would travel back to? Oh, I, I absolutely would. Like I still, you know, still have good friends and acquaintances who are back there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a beautiful place too. It's one of those places you can walk around and everything is like, oh, it's photoshopped. It could be like a screensaver for something. Like it's, it's a beautiful place. And, you know, I was, I was welcome there with open arms and I was there and I'd absolutely go back and back and visit, go train again at the place I started training with jujitsu, go out to a show. Cause there's, there's been shows happening in Guam this year too. So they already got it going again too. Oh yeah. And are, are you still training out here right now? Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm still training. Which uh, gym are you training at? Uh, Carlson Gracie Whittier. Okay, hell yeah, that, that that's super sick. <laughs> yeah, was at Riverside for for a little bit too, but ended up moving moving out of the IE closer to LA. But uh, like great group of people over there at Carlson Gracie Riverside too. Before you left the IE, did you have Bakers? That's the real question. Oh yeah, no, I like that. I like that. Uh, ketchup they got there oh this the spicy ketchup yeah and i don't really like ketchup like that too much regularly but the the baker's ketchup is good okay the sure. fries are great too it's like they did mcdonald's fries better than mcdonald's somehow yeah no for sure they they kill it i i i live out here in uh, orange county so uh the ie is not too far but it's just like yeah. uh, sometimes i i gotta i, I want to make the trip out and just go have me uh, just a burger from Baker's because it's just uh, I don't know I sometimes it's just so good. Nah, for sure Baker's. Uh... Baker's is really far away now. Like, damn. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking about that, but no, nah, I, I like that. There, there's a lot of good, good places to eat. Nah, you though. like, but I'm just gonna miss having like a, a Baker's on every corner. Yeah, for sure. Um, I, I'm curious. Uh, you're, you're training jujitsu. Are, are you doing uh, no gi or gi? Uh, both. Which do you prefer? Like, uh, I say I say personally, I prefer gi. Okay. Just because I like having more, just more tools at my disposal. You know, like there's just more things you can do if you have more to grab onto. Mm-hmm. But. Of course, no gi is super practical and everything too for everyday life. Because if you're thinking, you know, self defense purposes, like say somebody's trying to mug you or whatever, gi prepares you to just exclusively, like, all right, this guy's got a denim jacket on or something. All right, I'm set, you know, mm-hmm. the way you'd be gripping collars and everything. But I'd just say from like a training standpoint, I definitely like gi stuff more. Yeah. And you, you mentioned self defense. I, I, I tell, a lot of people if, if you guys want to learn self-defense don't go learn karate literally go learn jujitsu like you'd be so surprised at like how many people don't know how to apply or even defend you know, like b- basic chokes so it, it's i feel like it's something very useful and i, I feel like people should just go learn the basics of j- jujitsu and they would be a, a lot more better off no it, it's a great thing from that self-defense standpoint and it's not even taken away from the validity of, you know, other martial arts either. It's just, I, I personally thought it resonated and I could see how it would apply and, you know, for, for many different reasons, many different applications. Um, just the fact that you can, you can still be in an advantageous position if fighting from the bottom is just one of the best things about it. Yeah, and especially if it's like against somebody who has like no idea what they're doing, but somehow just managed to get on top of you. No, for sure. Yeah, it's it's really surprising. Do you go out and like enter competitions or anything? Uh, I'd like to soon, actually. Like, I haven't, uh, I haven't, I haven't done a competition yet because when I was training in Guam, some competitions happened when I was like deployed on a ship to other places. Mm-hmm. I wasn't doing it like 
people I trained with were competing doing this. I see all their, you know, photos they posted and shit. And I was like in the middle of the ocean, but you know, got to go see a bunch of awesome stuff. And that's cool too. When, when trade those experiences for the world, but, uh, now I would say, I'd say I'd like to compete some this year. Yeah. That would be sick just to be able to, you know, just kind of go out and put your skills to use and just kind of be in that environment and just kind of just be able to interact with other people too. Yeah, for sure. And do you follow the sport? Do you, do you like, oh, like, you know, cause I know there's like those, um, what's that one they do in Austin every month. It's like, uh, who's number, who's number one or, um, they, they, they do like a monthly um, jujitsu tournament in Austin and it's like, like all the best people all like fly out. It's, it's, it's pretty fun to watch. I forget the name, honestly, mm-hmm. but yeah, I know that, that's awful of me. I have this, uh, I have this bad trait where even if it's something I participate in, I don't always follow things that actively outside of like what's going on immediately around, mm-hmm. but you know, I'll still, I'll still, somewhat keep track of things happening with like bigger bigger tournaments and stuff just from following different different pages but um now i kind of had a had a lapse in how frequently i was training for a while during during the past year or so just for you know this that and the other reasons so i'm kind of immersing myself again because uh i had uh i was I spend too much time away. I don't know. Benefit benefit more from having it in my life than when I'm left to my own devices without it. <laughs> For sure. No, I'm I'm glad to hear that you're getting back to it. Um, one thing I was always afraid of when I was training is I was always uh, and that's like this weird fear that I just like instilled in myself. But I was like always afraid of like getting like my knee torn apart whether it be from like getting caught in a leg lock or somebody just like kicking me in my knee. Um, have you suffered any crazy injuries since you've been training? I mean, I have a, I have a beat up knee in the first place. That's been, I don't know, it's, it's been bad for a minute, but I, I've, I've never really like tore it up too bad from, from rolling or anything, but I've taken some nasty knee bars for sure. Like, uh, that made me think, oh, okay, my knee doesn't work anymore. But then like after a day or so, you're good. Mm-hmm. But like waking up the next day, I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm fucked. Like, I just, I just can't do anything today. <laughs> you know, I got to go find alter- alternative means of transporting myself around. It's like, damn, maybe you go get some crutches or something. But then it just ended up not sucking later on. So it's like, all right, that's fine. But mm-hmm. No, I feel you on the 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 fear of knee injuries because I mean they can happen for sure, especially if uh, you know you've already taken some knee injuries prior. But the same time, I'd say uh, I'd say your risk of injury of jujitsu is lower than a lot of other martial arts. Yeah, I know, like uh, sparring MMA, you know, catching random elbows or knees, or you know, just training with like you know people who are just being dicks. It's it's, it's uh, like yeah, way more dangerous than when you're you know adding everything else into it. No, nah, for sure. But I mean, it's good to branch out and have all that stuff too. You know, training on striking of any kind. Dude, hundred percent. I remember when I walked into the gym, you know, been in a couple street fights or whatever. I, I felt like I knew how to fight. I was such an idiot. Um, but then when I went in there and actually started learning, like really how to fight, I was like, oh, I, was like, I don't know shit. Like this is this is crazy. And uh, it, it was real good to, to be able to get in there and uh, figure it out and know that uh, all these like street fight videos that I watch, like 90 percent of the, or probably even higher, maybe like 95 percent of the people in these street fight videos don't even really know how to fight. Oh, yeah. Like you, you'll see some sloppy stuff in those videos, but. I mean, they can still be entertaining or whatever, but that that first experience of going and just really getting your ass kicked. I mean, honestly, even it doesn't even have to be in like a a martial arts setting. I just think it's valuable valuable learning experience to get your ass kicked at least once, you know? Oh yeah, hundred percent. <laughs> so a lot of people haven't, unfortunately. Yeah. But you know. That's fine. Right. 
I guess. Yeah, hopefully one day they'll they'll learn. Yeah, because there's, there's I, yeah, I, I I see some people. I'm like, you've never been punched in the face before. Yeah, like I feel like you just approach things a little differently if you just like taken at least one good one. You know, hundred mm-hmm. percent. Um, but yeah, that, that that's awesome to hear that you're 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 still training, you're getting back to it, um, and just going going back to the music. I, I'm curious. The like I mentioned before, the, the record's been out for uh, just about a month. Are you already starting to write new stuff? Uh, yeah, we we've kept writing and we already had some songs written besides the uh the three that we released we we had worked on songs beyond these ones from the get-go mm-hmm. so uh there's there's for sure going to be more music in the future and do you have a time frame for that or could it be uh, sometime the end of the year or are, are we gonna have to wait till 2022 I'd say no exact time frame on a release release of any of the new music, but if you come through the Mad Bar section, hey, Joe, we're going to be playing a few songs that we didn't record. Oh, interesting. I'm definitely looking forward to that. I will definitely be at the Section Hate show. That's the one that I'm planning on going to. Okay, for sure. So, yeah. If, if anyone wants to hear any other law of power stuff, we're going to be playing some. Yeah. Hell yeah. That, that, that's super sick. And uh, since you guys have put it out and you're on these two shows, um, do you guys have any other shows upcoming that you haven't uh, announced yet that you're able to talk about? Um, some stuff in the works, but nothing else ready to get announced just yet. And are you guys trying to be more active towards the end of the year, or are you guys just kind of just trying to take it uh, a little easy in the beginning? Uh, no, we're, we're going to be more active. There's going to be more stuff to follow soon, for sure. Okay, yeah, because I honestly feel like uh, just the upcoming fall, it, things are just going to get like way busy. Because I, I know there's all these shows announced, and uh, you know, people talking about these shows that haven't been announced yet that they're telling me off air. And I was like, all right, cool. Like there's all these bands traveling out here playing all these places, but I'm just curious, like who's going to support those, like, you know, touring acts. So I, I see a lot of opportunity for a lot of power. Yeah. I'm, I, I'm looking forward to playing all over the place. You know, it's not just going to be, it's not just going to be the LA area mm-hmm. or anything. Um, when, when more stuff starts like coming out about like specific details about shows and everything, you know, we'll post about it. Yeah. I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to, to see um, you guys come back out here. Cause I know the uh, Madball show is uh, happening in at the, the observatory, right? If I remember correctly. Right. Uh, no, I think that's, uh, that's one of the other dates of it either before or after. Oh, you, uh, you guys are playing the LA one. Oh yeah, yeah you, 1720. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was, um, yeah, definitely looking forward for you guys coming to Orange County because I'm always uh, biased when it comes to uh, the area that I live in. So I, I always want to see every band come here. No, I mean, Orange County show would be cool. Like, uh, I'm sure it'll happen soon. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, with, with, with you guys, um, you know, I feel like the more people uh, start to tune in and uh, especially after you, you play these first two shows, I'm, I'm sure there's gonna be a lot more people who are going to take interest and want to uh, book you guys in different places. No, for, for sure. Uh, hoping to, hoping to do a lot of that stuff real soon. We're, uh, I don't know. I'm excited. Honestly, it's cool. Now that, now that everything's finally happening and you know, this was in the works for so long just okay cool we're actually we're actually playing some shows now getting to put this stuff out because you know people people that we hung out with who were around through it they're like are y'all ever gonna put this shit out like who knew that we were starting a band and everything so it, it took a minute so now that everything is actually happening really excited for it hell yeah no i'm i'm, I'm excited for you guys I, I'm, I'm happy to be here to, to witness it and, you know, be at one of your earlier shows. And honestly, I, I, you know, hope nothing but the best for, for all of you guys. Cause I, I feel like, like I said earlier with the, 
the the uh, music coming out and just hearing it i'm like all right these guys got something going on and i, I hope uh you know they're able to, to keep it going and I, and I want more people to to listen to you guys no and i, I appreciate you you having me on and uh, just taking an interest in general it's cool i'm glad people are listening i'm glad uh, i'm glad you wanted to take the time to do this um no, i appreciate it yeah well seriously thank you so much Alex, for, for being down to do the podcast. But before we sign off, is there anything you would like to say or shout out? Uh, for sure. But uh, no, thanks for having me. For 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 anyone to shout out, uh, thanks to, to Taylor Young for recording us, engineering it and everything. It was, it was awesome, to, awesome to work with. No. Uh, criminalized for uh, putting out the tapes here soon. And, you know, everyone in L.A., Bay Area, Bo, who's just been making making all this cool stuff happen in California, everybody who's been making stuff happen around the whole country lately. Uh, yeah, for sure. Uh, thanks for having me.